You are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge. Welcome to Voice Junkie. So the protests are continuing on the street today. That's a beautiful thing. They've become a little less rowdy and they've become a little more peaceful, a little nonviolent. So it's just good to see that a bunch of people are coming together, not just, you know, black and brown people, but there's a lot of white people, a lot of allies coming to the side of good and the side of equal justice. And a lot of people are just tired. Like I said last week, a lot of people are tired of the injustice. I think even white America is starting to look at some of the things that's been happening to black people and seeing it on video, seeing it go viral online and all the social sites. And they're saying to themselves, man, this is this is bad. Uh, you know, as a human being with morals and empathy, a lot of the younger generations out there that's on the streets, that's fighting for the right causes are seeing this and they're saying to themselves, you know, this isn't right. No human being should be treated like this. No human beings then a civil society should be treated like this. So it's very interesting to see how people are coming together during this tough time. So it's interesting that, you know, with Donald Trump and his BS, do what he's done, use the military as his own personal security detail, his own personal hit squad is deeply unconstitutional. I mean, it's fascist 101. It's di it's a dictatorship. It's like he's out there acting like Kim Jong Un. I mean, he wants to be Russia and North Korea so bad. And it's dangerous for our country. Our country was not built on these types of uh, ideals. It's we fought against authoritarianism. You know, uh, we 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 fought against that. We fought against being led by one ruler, a king, a queen. Uh, we 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 fought against that. So to see this guy shred up the constitution, see this guy infringe on probably, arguably, the most important amendment in the constitution which is the first amendment to see him infringe on that to you know pretty much spit on the constitution is deeply troubling it's so troubling in fact that a bunch of current and former staffers are coming out speaking against all of the actions that trump is doing right now well before i get into that before i get into uh, what general mattis said uh, AKA Mad Dog, his former defense secretary. Now, this is his former defense secretary that's been with him for two years. He served underneath him. And before I jump into what he said, I have to touch on the fact that Donald Trump, just having the vision of Donald Trump whimpering, hiding and ducking into some dark hallway on his way into the White House bunker is just a crazy sight, man. Somebody needs to animate that immediately. I need to see that animated somebody. Somebody out there animate that. That would that is crazy. Just imagine how scared and pathetic he was as he was making his way to the bunker. I know some of his staff were probably saying, "Hey, uh Mr. President, you don't have to go to the bunker. Uh the protesters out there are nonviolent. So, uh this is not necessary to see him do that. It did be clowned about it cuz he is a clown. He was clowned about it, about him running to the bunker because peaceful protesters were outside the White House and him running to the bunker. He got clowned by a bunch of people in the media. And then he came out and lied and said, I was checking on it, basically. It's like, dude, you were hiding. You were scared. Come on. 
it's okay. Just admit it. He was scared. It's all right. So I just think that's funny. So now, you know, we just can add another nickname to the long list of nicknames for uh, 45, and that's Bunker Bitch. So James Mattis, back to James Mattis. James Mattis came out against Donald Trump. He said, I quote, I have watched this week's unfolding events angry and appalled. The words equal justice under law are carved in the pediment of the United States Supreme Court. This is precisely what protesters are rightly demanding. It is wholesome and unifying demand, one that all of us should be able to get behind. We must not be distracted by a small number of lawbreakers. The protests are defined by tens of thousands of people of conscience who are insisting that we live up to our values, our values as people, and our values as a nation. We must reject and hold accountable those in office who would make a mockery of our Constitution. So what General Mattis is basically coming out and saying to uh, Clown-in-Chief and to people that is currently serving underneath Donald Trump in his administration, he's saying to these guys, like, look, you guys have a vow. You vowed to the Constitution. You didn't vow to one man. One man is not above the Constitution. The Constitution was written for that for this reason, not to empower one man to be, you know, the judge, jury and executioner. So, you know, Mattis, I mean, there's more. There's a lot more loaded quotes that he Now you got to understand this is big news because this guy is as far right wing as as you could possibly be, especially when it comes to foreign affairs. You know, he, he, he he's like a lot of other right wingers and, and they're war hawks. They love war. I mean, they never seen a war they didn't like. So, you know, Mattis is definitely one of those types of guys. He's a war hawk, but he is principled. That's one thing you I have to say. He I probably disagree with him 99% of the time as far as ideology is concerned or whatever else. But when it comes to this specific thing, when it comes to the, defending the Constitution on principle, you got to back this dude. You got to back what he's saying because it is 1000% true in what he's saying. So he had way more uh, uh, damning quotes. Uh, he, he went on to say, Donald Trump is the first president in my lifetime who does not try to unite the American people, does not even pretend to try. Instead, he tries to divide us. We are witnessing the consequences of three years of this deliberate effort. We are witnessing the consequences of three years without mature leadership. We can unite without him, drawing on strengths inherent in our civil society this will not be easy as the past few days have shown, but we owe it to our fellow citizens, to past generations that bled to defend our promise and our children and to our children. So uh, he he goes on. You know, I want to pick up this other quote that's important that basically I think was him talking to the United States military like uh, you guys, you can't just be going out there clearing out peaceful protesters with tear gas and rubber bullets just because the clown in chief wants to walk across the street to a church and take a photo op with a Bible upside down so he can look tough. That's not what your job is as the military. Your job is not to occupy U.S. citizens and be barbaric, moving and pushing them around and all of these types of things. So 
In his next quote, he went on to say, we must reject any thinking of our cities as a battle space that our uniformed military is called upon to dominate. At home, we should use our military only when requested to do so on a very rare occasions by state governments, key words, state governments, not federally. Militarizing our response, as we witnessed in Washington, D.C., sets up a conflict a false conflict between the military and civilian society. It erodes the moral ground that ensures a trusted bond between men and women in uniform and the society they are sworn to protect and of which they themselves are part. Keeping public order rests with civilian state and local leaders who best understand the communities and are answerable to them. So he's just basically saying, look, that's not what the military is for. The military is not for your personal detail it is not your personal security you clown this is for the american people and military leaders you don't forget that as well so that's what general <laughs> mattis's uh his his whole thing was about it was about that it was about hey you know speaking speaking out to you know clear flagrant violations of the constitution it's just clear as daylight uh great to see is all the protesters all the people coming together and and joining up and fighting this racism the systemic racism so to see that it's been really beautiful today actually uh, the mayor of washington dc uh mural uh bowser said uh she she um basically said uh this is a quote she had said because she did something very special today she said, there are people who are craving to be heard and to be seen and to have their humanity recognized. And we had the opportunity to send that message loud and clear on a very important street in our city. And it is that message and that message is to the American people that black lives matter and black humanity matters. And we as a city raise that up as a part of our values as a city. So what am I talking about today? Like I said, the mayor did something very special in the District of Columbia. She, you know, commissioned a painter, a street painter to, or I don't know if he was a street painter or not, a muralist. This is what they're saying, a muralist. She commissioned a muralist to paint in big yellow letters the words Black Lives Matter on a main street leading up to the White House. A loud and clear message to the clown in chief. It's a loud message to those supporting him that we will not stand for this no longer. And to see the mayor stand up and do something like that, it's actually, here's the street, it's on the uh, particular section of the 16th Street, has been named, renamed Black Lives Matter Plaza. So they got the big, uh, like I said, yellow painting, uh, big bold letters, you can see them, it's, it's beautiful. So hope I'm pronouncing your name right, but shout out to Mayor Bowser for stepping up and not being afraid of being controversial and all these types of things. She's acting and she's doing the right thing. And it's cool to see this type of reaction. It's just been really cool to see the public and, and all the reactions online on social media to see how the media has been forced to report, you know, all the reactions from all activists, all protesters and and, and just seeing everything and how is it, how everything is unfolding in live time, you know, in real life, you know, everything is just, it, it's so surreal. It's almost like a movie. It almost reminds me of that, of Back to the Future where Biff became president. The whole planet turned into a, you know, into a hell on earth. 
And that's pretty much what's going on. It's crazy. It's like what we're seeing right now with the pandemic, with the social injustice, uh, the, the protest on the streets. It's like, it's like, man, it, it, it's it's like hell on earth. It really is for most people out there. It's like hell on earth. It's like back to the future. Back to the future was actually spot on with telling us what our future was going to become. Isn't that crazy? Science fiction, man. You got to love it. Science fiction. But it's just beautiful to see how this message is resonating. And it's beautiful to know that this is not ending in any time soon and that people are starting to organize better, start to come together more and put this message out and continue to put this message out through a duration of time because it's important for our legislators to know that we are serious about this. We are serious about the racial prejudice, the racial injustice, uh, the societal injustice that is going on in the black communities and just people of color in, in general. So people are just tired of it, man. They're tired of seeing these videos and seeing all of these offenders not be punished and not be brought to justice. So to see things kind of unfold the way they are unfolding currently in the moment is, is great. And it's great to see people come together. This is how the world should be. Just want to end this on a, a positive note and, and read uh, something that the Michael Jordan estate released. So the, the Jordan estate, uh, Michael Jordan and, and the Jordan brand is donating upwards of $100 million spread over 10 years in a 10 year time. So $10 million a year to communities and organizations dedicated to ensuring racial equality, social justice, and, you know, and greater access to education. So that's what the money is going to be for. Man, that is awesome. It's awesome to see that Michael Jordan, you know, lately, especially after the documentary, but, you know, he's always done things charitably behind the scenes. He never really was the type to come out and say, hey, this is what I did. He's not that kind of guy. But to see him being more active as of late socially, is tremendous because he's one of the pillars of our society, I mean, of our culture, of black culture. He's one of the pillars of our black culture. And I mean pillars, I mean not just his cultural relevance, but his his resources, his money. The Oprahs of the world, the Jay-Zs, the Diddies of the world, and all of these, these, these black uh, billionaires, they are the pillars of this culture. Now, they're not solely responsible uh, it's not solely in their hands to help uplift our culture, but they do share a good portion of responsibility to do so, to do something. So to see him being so active, to see him putting his money, you know, into his actions and, and, and trying to get something done speaks volumes. So I'm going to just read the statement in full in its entirety. Uh, Jordan Brand is more than one man. It has always been a family. We represent a proud family that has overcome obstacles, fought against discrimination in communities worldwide, and that works every day to erase the stain of racism and the damage of injustice. The will, the work, the excellence the world has come to know is the result of one generation after another, pouring their dreams into the next. It's 2020, and our family now includes anyone who inspires our way of life Yet, as much as things have changed, the worst remains the same. Black lives matter. This isn't a controversial statement. Until the ingrained racism that allows our country's institutions to fail to completely eradicate it, 
we will remain committed to protecting and improving the lives of black people. So today we are announcing that Michael Jordan and Jordan Brand will be donating $100 million over the next 10 years, yada, yada, yada. You already heard that part to which communities and to social justice, racial equality um, and education. So all of those types of organizations, as I stated uh, previously, as you heard, man, that's a powerful statement, especially coming from Michael Jordan and his estate or brand or whatever, however he represents himself. But it's cool to see that. So, I mean, even he has come out. You know, this is how bad this whole situation was where, you know, even he is like, man, enough's enough. We can't watch another guy have his the life literally squeezed out of him without any mercy. You know, we can't watch another person get tortured on camera. We just can't do it anymore. It's it's it is deeply depressing and it's time to stop. So it's cool to see all of this change happening. It's cool to see it. But uh, that's it. That's this week's episode of the Voice Junkie podcast. I appreciate you guys listening to this week's episode, of course. Um, you can always support at patreon.com slash voice junkie. Now, it's cool to support independent media. It's even cooler to support voice junkie at patreon.com slash voice junkie because you get extra goodies, man. You get extra goodies. I'm giving away goodies if you support. So you got a dollar a month. You get a shout out on the show. Or you can go up and be a boss. I mean, the the level of the membership is literally called the bosses. So the bosses is $5 a month. And with that, you get the podcast. If we do video, you get you get the, the full video. You get 10% off all future merchandise that's coming, whether it's from the Voice Junkie podcast or any uh, affiliate of ours. And you get other extra goodies. So, yo, it's worth it. I mean, hey, you throw away a dollar. You lose a dollar. You spend a five dollars on a cup of coffee uh god knows how many times a month so why not support something special something new something brave like voice junkie all right so with that said again thanks for tuning in talk to y'all next week all right peace